Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Welcome back to another episode of Millennial Money. Uh, it's kind of weird. My uh, voice is now. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode, and uh, we got a special guest today. Who's that? Yeah, Andre. Everybody, Kevin is back, guys. Austin Eckler. Yes, that's fantastic. Running back of the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. We're going to talk some money, football, and uh, everything that goes on with all that. So. Sounds great. Yeah, and Graham, man, yeah. are you still getting torn up in this market? Because I feel like I am still getting tore up. Well, until today. Today was a good day. I'm getting torn up everywhere. I had to move my car, <laughs> car off the street. <laughs> what happened with your car, yeah, man? Yeah, so Jeremy comes in. The first he's like, you move your car. So I have this uh, it's two, a 2005 Volvo, and it's not like the prettiest looking thing, but it's like, it works. It works. And anyway, uh, the neighbor requested that I move the car. And uh, it was actually a warning because the HOA is now towing cars that stay out on the street past midnight. Whoa, yeah. towing wow. cars. So it was a, cur a courtesy sort of like, hey, this is what the HOA just said, uh, giving you a heads up. After tonight, they're going to start towing. Wow. So I was like, oh, man. I wonder if it was a Lamborghini if they would have towed it. Yeah, they're like, cars I'm under 50K, we're towing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A no. Volvo from 2005, that's gone. Yeah, yeah. it was a car I paid $1,000 for, and I've never washed it. So it's just whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, wow. whatever it looks like at the time, that's how Dang. I drive it. And the, uh, the windshield wipers... I, just like are so worn out that they don't work anymore. Oh, so you God. get like splatters of dirt and stuff. But I love the car. It's That's great. Cool. Right? As long as it still works, right? AB. It still works. How many miles cool. they got on that thing? Uh, 130 something That's thousand. Not bad. It's not bad no, for a 2005. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, it's pretty good. You, so anyway, you love the car. the car and you never clean it. Yeah, you said you love car. it, but you never clean it. No, it's not. Same thing Oh my yeah, gosh, Grim, that's just that disrespectful. I haven't watched oh that either. Gosh. No, I love cars. It's just, <laughs> it's, just, it's difficult here because I don't have a hose to uh, to like wash the car myself in the front. You have to run it from the back, and it's like a, yeah. you have to get like an eighty foot hose to do that. Mm. It's just too much. Uh, otherwise, I would. What if there was a three dollar car wash like they built like right down the street? Would you? Oh yeah. Take, okay. okay yeah. So one you're of those not supposed $3? to do that though with a wrap on it. So that's oh, the, that's yeah, right. You could scratch up the wrap. Jeremy's like, I don't have time to wash a car. I'll just get a new one. Oh, stop it! Just stop it. Stop it, okay? But yeah, Where's no. my bar of silver? I, th I think that we're, we all uh, are getting torn up in the market. Yeah, it, it, it's been rough. Today was a good day. Let's hope it stays good. If you guys don't know, uh, tomorrow's Fed is supposed to raise yep. uh, rates. Half, uh, half a percent? Yep, half 50 percent. basis points, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's scared. If they do 75 basis points, everybody's going to lose their mind. Let's hope that doesn't happen. And uh, But I think the more important date, May uh, 11th because May 11th that's when the new inflation data comes out and uh, basically it, we've been on a runaway train for like the last 18 months of That'll it just gets worse and worse what do you think yeah. it'll be higher or lower I'm hoping it's finally going to break trend. I, I expect either this past month or next month to break trend, and we're going to start going down as far as the increase of inflation. So this past month was 8.5%. I think 
um, either this past month or next month will go down to like an eight or a 7.5 or something, which mm. would be huge for the market because everybody's- right. Place your bets, higher <laughs> or lower than last month. Austin, what do you <laughs> think? What do you think? Lower. Lower. Ooh. Why do you say lower? No, I have no, <laughs> that was a flip of the coin. Okay. Has your tails? Tails. All right, there you go. Hey, fun fact, yeah. did you guys know the last time the Fed increased rates by 50 basis points, I think was in May of 2000. What? The last time we increased 50 basis points was 20 years mm. ago. What in the world? Yep. Jeez. What were we doing back in, when did they start raising rates again? They're all day? quarter percents. They're all quarters. Mm -hmm. They could do a quarter again. I mean, we don't know necessarily. I the think market's, they're trying to prep to- The market's perhaps. pricing in a 99% chance it'll be a uh, 50 basis points. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. But I think once they do that, then the market's going to go up after it because people are kind of get it out of the way. Right. Like, oh, wow. Okay. 50. We expected yeah. that. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. I heard something like Volker back in the day did a 2% on a weekend, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. Imagine 200 basis points on the weekend. It's like, oh yeah, we're raising at 2%. Like the market literally would have a meltdown if we did that nowadays. Yeah. Like everybody's like, oh, we're doing 50 basis points. Imagine 200 basis points on a Sunday. Like, oh yeah, we're, we're moving it up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get it too into the weeds, we should probably like talk mm -hmm. to our guests sometime. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Mr. Eckler. So, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so, uh, I, I don't know, you know, how many folks know, but this is the man. Okay. Austin Eckler. So he's got an incredible story and, um, you know, Graham and Andre, I know you guys don't watch football a lot. So the traditional path mm -hmm. to what Austin Eckler is, you know, is in the NFL is like your five-star recruit mm -hmm. means like your best, your best in high school. You go to a massive college, like a university of Alabama, university of Georgia, LSU, somewhere like that. Then you're drafted in the first, second, third round. You become a starter in the NFL, right? Okay. That's like the traditional path. And I'll let you tell your story a little bit, Austin, but yeah, your story is not that story. It's no, incredible. No, I always like to say I took the stairs. Didn't take the elevator, <laughs> yeah. right? And uh, I think I think there's more to be learned from that type of story because I think it just makes you a more well-rounded person, right? Because you've gone through a little bit more adversity. Yeah. Um, and through my, my story, my beginning, I started uh, in Colorado. Um, I'm from Colorado, grew up on a, in a little farm town, grew up on a ranch and uh, didn't really pay attention to any pro sports or anything like that, right? It was just mainly just working, working out. And then my mom's uh, ex-husband had a fencing company. So it was a bunch of manual labor. And I was just mm. like, there's no way I'm gonna be doing manual labor for the rest of my life, you know? Like, Dude, I when I heard fencing, I was thinking that sport oh, where you no, like, no. Uh, you that's why I was like, fencing for this. Like, fencing? He's like, no, that's what I meant. So imagine, imagine like, you know, the railroad tracks, right? Yeah. Like this guy would get 26 mile long barbed wire fencing jobs for the railroad. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, okay. like some grueling manual labor, right? Yep. And so that's what the summers consisted of. Uh, so it definitely taught me how to work hard. So I brought that, you know, work, work ethic to, uh, to sports. And that was something that I actually like used to as a getaway from that, right? Yeah. I slowly builded, built myself up uh, into the college. Didn't go to a D1, had zero D1 offers, anything wow. like that. Wait, what's a D1 offer? So like a division one school, like okay. your, you know, your Texas A&M, like UNLV here, mm. you know, like the bigger, the bigger colleges. Uh, so I okay. went to a really tiny college. Okay. Um, it was 2,300 students in my entire university. Wow. There's always... So tiny. Yeah. I think that was like my high school. Yeah, yeah. I was it's gonna like, say high like schools big high are school. bigger. Yeah. 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 So wow. went from tiny town to tiny town. Um, but one thing that I guess you can't really measure is someone's passion for just like to push themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what had I had to push push me and set me apart from everyone. Because uh, regardless of what the outcome was, I, I just wanted to make sure that I put everything out there and I had no regrets about mm -hmm. going into it. And that's what it was for me going into high school, going into college, and then 
my junior year, uh, my head coach comes to me. He's like, you know, you might have a you might have a chance to play in the league. Uh, did pretty well for my first three years. I was like, yeah, like, but I just was really focused on that moment. I was focused on my education. I was a business major, um, going into energy management, and then you know, I was focused on football as well. But I just wanted to focus on that that moment because that was my current oppor- opportunity, mm-hmm. right? And sure enough, after my senior year, um, ended up signing an agent and then went undrafted, which means a team never selected me. I basically selected a team to try to get on, and they ended up taking me in. It was the Chargers. Um, and then I was sixth string on the depth chart. Um, so what does that mean? So that means there's five people in front of me yeah. fighting for the wow. same position, mm. right? There's a lot of us trying to do the same thing. Wait, um, Austin, how do they how do they test you? Like, how do you, how do you try out? Like, what does it consist of? So basically, all of your college film is a tryout to oh. get you to the point where you can get in front of a scout. Um, so they look all your college, then you have to get invited to these tryouts called pro days. Mm-hmm. Um, and at pro days, you basically do a bunch of drills, whether it's jumping, running, some mm. agility work, just to show like how agile or how you know even smart you are. They take you through mm. tests and things like that. Wow, uh, IQ test. And so you go through all these tests, and then that basically becomes your profile. And that, since I went to such a small school, they're like, oh, you don't really have a lot of talent that you played against because you're playing against these all these tiny towns. Right. You know? um, so that was a big factor. People were like, what's wrong with this kid? Like, is he is he not educated? Like, does he not get it? Like, is he slow? And it was it ended up being none of those. Like, I was, right. you know, as far as the league goes, and pretty intelligent. And, you know, you know, just my level of, of passion and effort, was at, it was there. So I was like, all right, I got my opportunity. And then, like I said, I was sixth string, but – ended up making the team barely um and then led some statistics in my first year in the in the nfl and then pretty much solidified myself from there wow so what did you do your first year to like make a name for yourself yeah man so i pretty much dedicated literally everything to that opportunity um i actually ended up dropping out my before my last semester um so i finished my football career and then dropped out that last semester just to go all in on my opportunity because coach is like look man you might have this and I was like okay I can come back and finish my school after but I just want to literally put every ounce of my energy into this opportunity so I went and got a professional trainer and I was training with some other guys that were prospects and dumped all of my energy into it and then ended up making the team or yeah getting on a team and then it was the same thing it just carried over right where I was I was staying as long as I could talking to co- as coaches as long as I could just committing myself to this because at the end of the day i just wanted to make sure that whatever happens that i had everything there's nothing else i could have done like mm-hmm. it wasn't because austin eckler didn't try enough it was because he didn't have what it takes to make it if i didn't make it mm-hmm. right and that wasn't the case um ended up taking advantage and just basically slowly making plays here and there that stood out to the coaches enough that they're like oh yeah this guy can make our roster because when we come in there's 90 of us and it gets cut down to 53 um and so if it and at my position there's only three people that make it so wow I, like I said, I was sixth string on the mm. depth chart, so I had to I had to beat out a bunch of other guys, um, but it was really just my dedication that just stood me apart. And did you even have like a star rating in high school? I had no. That was the so, okay. Thing. So to explain to you guys, basically, if you don't have a star rating coming out of high school, you it's almost zero percent chance you have a making it the NFL. Um, that's like such a detriment, right? Wait, you say a star rating? Yeah. yeah. So I can explain a little bit. Yep. So basically, there's recruiters for college that basically recruit 
a lot of people that are playing football as far as the bigger schools and they'll put like a rating on you mm. based off of who you're playing your competition level how well you're doing and one star being the worst to five stars being the best and so when other colleges are coming in to see you they see your they see your stamp basically and they know you know that has accredited you know score of to what t- type of caliber player you are got it yeah and yeah. so like an nfl team will i mean the way that people look at it is if a guy's a five star there's a pretty good chance they'll make the nfl that's right. The way that you at least people think about it, right? They just need to perform in college, do your thing, and you'll get in. And so he went, he went against the grain every step of the way, like that, and then a small college, and then somehow even getting a chance on a team's amazing. Right. Most people don't even yeah, ever get a chance. That would make sense because if you're a recruiter, you're not going to waste your time with thousands of people if nope. they're not even rated. You're just like, I, right. I can't get through everyone. It's, right? it's a, the football factory works so good for the NFL because you get everybody to sift through the high school kids and then those kids are wow. sifted through in college. And so by the time the NFL... I mean, the chance of, you know, somebody like Austin making is so when, slim. When right? do you start? Like, when does your rating start? Like, when does your portfolio start building? Is it in a high school? It's in high school, yeah. Wow. And so my school was so small that they just didn't even bother, like, coming mm-hmm. to, like, check us out. That's know? insane. So what made the difference? Like, how were you able to stand out so much? In call, well, in high school, I had amazing numbers. Like, I was doing very well. Like, I was scoring, like, four or five touchdowns a game, which is very good. That's insane. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, it, was, there was, it wasn't the stats. So I was, I was really confused, actually, coming out. I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll go to Division two route, which is the smaller school that was coming to me. Um, ended up getting a small scholarship. You don't, like, in, at the big schools, you get a, a full-ride scholarship. It's mm. paid for everything, right? Um, and you get like a stipend and stuff like that. But at the small schools, it's all partial. Uh, wow. So I was like, all right, well, at least get some aid with, with school, right? Um, That's so cool. So it, that first contract that you got when you went pro, yeah, what did they say? Like they just made you an offer? Did you negotiate? So basically, if you're coming in undrafted like I did, it's set in stone. It's like, here you go. Here's minimum for three years. Mm-hmm. What's that yeah. minimum? The minimum when I was a rookie was four hundred and sixty-five thousand a year, or for a the year. term a year. That's, That's insanely good. good. The minimum How old now, were you then like twenty-one. Twenty-one, yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. The minimum now is six hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Inflation, inflation. inflation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. it's jumped oh up. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was a three-year deal. So it was like one point two million. Yeah, for the three deal for three years. If I was yep. on the team for that long. Yep. Wait. Yeah, so okay. Wow. So you took that deal. Did you, did you do it for three years or did you? Yeah, so I've, I'm going in year six now. Wow. So, but you, okay, so I read somewhere. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. There's Wikipedia. I don't know how accurate it is. <laughs> <laughs> but you, so you signed a deal for, uh, I want to say four years. Yeah. For 24.5 mil? Yeah. That was. Tell that was us about that. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was epic, man. Yeah. That's so, so cool. So literally was basically on the bottom of the depth chart and just started working my way up and got into a position where the team like was like, okay, Austin, like you're one of our like standout players. Like we rely on you like to make plays for our team. And I had my third year, my contract, you know, I had a three year for my first one basically was my breakout year um, and had the best year I've ever had. And it's actually good to be kind of undrafted in this scenario, because if you're undrafted, you only have three years. If you're drafted, you have four years. Mm -hmm. So I would have had to play another year on that same contract. So I got to my second contract faster. Wow. uh, Which is usually the bigger money. And then, yeah, ended up you know, just going through the negotiations and uh, it took like a month to like come down between, you know, where they were standing and our standpoint. And we met in the middle. And uh, so yeah, I've always been so curious, like, where do you get these standards? We're like, like you, you obviously knew what to ask for. But like, where is it just like based on historical data? Or? Yeah, that and then you get compared to every other contract in the NFL. Mm, wow. So it's very set in stone as far as what position you play, how much you're basically able to make. 
for example, quarterbacks, like nowadays, if you're a top quarterback, you're going to be making 40, 50, 60 million a year. So they're the most valuable. Yes. Wow. Okay. A year. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Getting 60 million. Now, how much year. of that do they get to keep? Because let's say it's $10 million a year. Right. Aren't there people taking like 20% here, 10% there, then it's well, taxes? Yeah, and I'm in California, and... so we know how <laughs> that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm paying state tax. So, yeah. Don't you live, you live here, but you're I'm transitioning here, yeah. But the mm. thing is, our uh, our salary uh, is, w is W2, right? So oh. we get paid on, we get to pay taxes in whatever state we play in. And so can't Yikes. get away from it. Yeah. So how is it divvied up? So on like on, on 10 million, let's just say, yeah. uh, do managers take like 20 or like so lawyers? Typical, yeah, it's yeah. our agent or attorney. It takes 3% of the contract. Mm -hmm. So awesome. it's, it's okay. still low. And then yeah. there's some union dues in there as well. Um, and then obviously taxes, which, so I'm paying over 50% in taxes. Right. Um, and then just fees. Because of California too. Gosh, so you'll be left over with about forty percent, probably at the end of the day, yeah. net after tax. So it's still a after lot of money. But, yeah, absolutely. But, but you got yeah. you got what like six mil up front, right? Yeah. So I had a signing bonus, which means hey, they're going to give you X amount when you sign the paper. Mm. Boom. Within the next month, and then they pay you monthly. So yeah, no, that right now they play us weekly. Oh, weekly. So we actually just moved from a. We play 17 games. So they moved us from a 17-game pay schedule to a 34. Wow. Because guys were going broke. No way. Yeah, because, well, you got to think. A lot of us are really young, don't really have educations in finance or know how to manage our money, and here's a million-plus dollars. Here you go, at 21. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't there someone there when they give them the money and be like, hey, there's this guy at the door, just go and talk to him. <laughs> I wish, I wish, but there's, there's so many different personalities and there's so many of yeah. us, right? There's yeah. so many of us on a team, so we all have our different like people that we hang out oh with and trust. And, and just for context, everyone knows, you were born in 1995, right? 95, yeah. That's amazing. So, 26. That's insane. Oh my That's gosh. Insane. I was yeah. born in 95. Hey! Jeez. <laughs> Let's go. When I was 26, wow. I think I was making like, 50k a year yeah <laughs> dude Jeez, that's yeah. insane yeah man i mean i was going down that route too i i mm -hmm. really thought i had an internship i went and worked for this uh, oil and gas company called noble energy um i heard of them yeah, yeah noble yeah. yeah i guess got bought by i think exxon somebody yeah yeah, yeah. Um, sounds right <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah i had an internship i had a job offer and my recruiter was actually a really big football fan and i was like like I really want to take the job because it's like a great mm -hmm. paying job. Like it was my education is what I went to school for. It was yep. like, I really, I have an opportunity to go kind of live this dream, right? That I can only, yep. I never even thought about. I thought I was going straight into that work, but I kind of was like, Hey, like, let me go try this opportunity and I'll come back if I, if it doesn't yeah. work out. And the crazy thing is, so you, I mean, you beat the odds when it came to high school, the college situation, NFL six, six player on, on the depth chart. And then also your size. You're not yeah. the typical, I mean, typical yeah. NFL running backs, probably what, 5'11", 220 yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. That's probably like the ideal size. Um, and so uh, what are you about? Yeah, I'm 5'8". 5'8", okay. 5'8". I'm 5'7". I'm, 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 I'm so Yeah, you can, you can play in the league. Tell me about your acrobat career. Yeah, so dude, I know you got the backflips. Just imagine you backflipping into the touchdown. Yeah, I, I would just get ripped apart. These guys are huge. Like, have you seen some of the Raiders guys I've seen those videos, dude. How are you surviving? How are you surviving? You know, we talked about it like the p for p like the yeah, okay yeah tell us nickname. about that you, you so, got the nickname of p for p pound so for pound. basically in, in high school and even in college um like i just fell in love with working out like that was another way for me to get away from the ranch life which i just 
did not, I just did not like it. it wasn't for me and so I would always be in the weight room and then I started to have this group that would come with me and then we just became like bros in the weight room and it was just like our social just place That's to cool. be and that stayed with me all the way up until my college and pro career and then at that point I was just extremely strong and dense right and so that's just helped me like stay stay fit honestly and you know be able to take hits from these big guys because I just have the strength to actually like, take on these impacts um but it should become part of my lifestyle just working out that's where you see all the videos and stuff like that, that I, I, I saw a video was it, I don't know if it was G, with GQ or an, another video where you were telling people your workout reg, uh, regimen but it was yeah. insane what is it I mean so usually during the year, people work out like two to three times a week, like just because our bodies are sore. And for me, just because I've worked out for so much for so long, I, I go four times a week. Mm -hmm. And like literally that day after the game, I'm heavy squatting, um, usually like 400, 500 pounds, like, <laughs> wow. like squatting, squatting, you know, like legs are still sore. But it's, it's just insane. like people are like, how do you get sore? And I'm like, I squat, like go squat, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. and then you get a day wow. off after that, hit some upper body and then day off uh, lower body. Wait, so how much do you weigh real quick? 198. 198. Yeah. To squat 500. Yeah, so, yeah that's insane. Pretty thick. <laughs> He's a thick boy. <laughs> dude. But, dude, the, the guys yeah. that are hitting this man, yeah, are I mean, ginormous. the D linemen, we're talking 300 plus. No, right? I know. I've seen And the I'm linebackers are like 250 and they run like four fives. Is there a secret Crazy. or a trick that you do to brace yourself? Or, like, how does. Absolutely. Like, to play this game this long, like, I've been playing since I can ever remember, you know, playing. Um, you learn how to get hit. Like, it's just like, you know, Graham, even boxing. Like, yeah. you learn how to, like, you know, protect yourself, right? And it's the same thing with football. Like, you're getting an impact. You, like, the, my run style is actually very unique, too, because I run, like, basically so low to the ground, which is actually an advantage for me because I can get hidden and actually protect myself. Behind like, the linemen. Yeah, right? But you <laughs> see with bigger out. guys, like, they'll get their knees hit. And, like, if you yeah. can protect your knees, you can play a lot longer. So mm -hmm. that kind of works out for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I saw you said that the average NFL career is three years. It's like 2.9. That's Why crazy. is it? Is it just because people get cut so fast, or is yeah. it injury? Oh, they Both. Get yeah. Sorry, my bad. What's up? Another secret that he has is that he uses FTX, our sponsor. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I was so confused for a second, but uh, Alex FTX is good. It's a place where you can buy, sell, track, and trade a multitude of cryptocurrencies all in one place with fees that are up to 85% lower than the top competitors. They have no minimum uh, fixed fees and withdrawals and no gas fees on the top Ethereum and Solana collections. Yeah. And use referral code MMFTX to get free crypto with your first trades through the app. You should tell him about Sam Bankman Fried. Too. Sam Bankman Fried's the man. He's given away 99% of his wealth and uh, he lives in the Bahamas, living the life, living the good life. He's the man. We need to have him on. Sam, you need to come on. We'll have you next week. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> we just fly out to Vegas. You'll be here in a snap and we'll have you on. There's, Jesus, <laughs> there's also a crypto-friendly debit card It's accepted throughout millions of merchants worldwide. And you get free crypto on every single trade you make over $10. So I'll show you just how easy it is. All you got to do, Jeremy, if you want to buy Bitcoin, you just click the, literally, you just click buy button. How much should I buy? Uh, how about just 50000 $69. Okay, you know what? I'll buy $69 of Bitcoin right now. Just type in 69 bucks. That's easy. I click review. And then slide to submit. And order filled, and let's see the free crypto I got. I earned, I earned a Shiba. Wow, a sheep. I got one sheep. Wow, right there. Congratulations! So I thought you were gonna buy sixty nine dollars and four hundred twenty cents worth. Right, awesome. <laughs> anyway, there you go. I got a sheep. So if you guys want to be a part of it, it's super easy. The link is down below in the description.
So fun fact for everyone, yeah. I've been following these guys for a while. So uh, this is actually pretty cool for me to be involved in this. So appreciate y'all having me on. That's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. How did you spend your first million? Ah, Ooh. roll it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I did this GQ with how I spent my first million. Yeah. It was actually really cool because they, they bring on like the million dollars in fake the money. stacks and of money. And like, oh, yeah. wow, like it's like a huge stack. Like you don't really realize that when it's in your bank, right? Um, but really it went to the basics at first because I, I gave my little my truck to my little brother. Um, he was going off to college and I knew I was gonna be making some money if I made the team and so I was like, all right, I'll just buy a car if I ended up making it. So for like the first like six weeks, I'm just Ubering around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first thing I bought after I made the team was was a, a car, a, this car I still have today um, from six years ago. I'll drive it Is into it the, the Chrysler? Yeah, the Chrysler. Yeah, I saw it, okay, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I know no Mercedes like, when you want to buy nah, a G wagon. No, wait, did, wait, did you get the C A? <laughs> I did get the C A. Yes, it came yeah. in. That was before I got that. Yes, that's sick. So, you like uh, it? I love it, man. No, so, what yeah. is it? The C A. I did, I did treat myself to oh, yeah. uh, a Corvette. Yes, dude, that's the one I want to. Yeah, there's, there's like no allocations for it, and I don't want to pay like fifty grand over ass. Yeah, was it that the mid-engine one? Yeah, yeah. Wait, is that the one that sounds like the Italian car version? I, don't, I put a new exhaust on. Oh, mine. you put a new exhaust. Yeah, cool. mine. Yeah, we'll make it wake up the neighbors. Is it convertible? Yeah, well, that's sick. yeah I, I had to go to convertible. The coupe, <laughs> yeah, you have to, you have to like, yeah. <laughs> and then take off the roof. I just yeah, wanted to push right. a button. Yeah, you know, so waited a couple extra months for that. That's cool. <laughs> it was worth it. That's cool. Um, so that, and then I bought my mom a truck as well because she'd been driving the same van since I was in high school, which was broken down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything I just dumped into real estate. <laughs> you know, that's when nice. I actually started watching oh, your, cool. your videos. And nice. then just you said you out. have like a 27 unit or how much? No, I don't have a 20. I have 30 units total 30 right units. now. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And actually, Jeez. we actually just started a real estate fund um, to purchase a bigger property out in Kansas City, Missouri that has 50, 50, 65 homes. Like a syndicate um, or? Uh, no, it's, it's straight up a fund. Yeah, it's, okay. not a, it's not a syndicate. What do you mean by a fund? So we started a fund. I didn't You're buy just pooling fund. money together so with pool your of money, buddies? Pooling or? money. Actually, the guy that I bought yeah. my first... So let me, let me back up. So I bought a rental like right after my first year because uh, my mom was a real estate agent. Uh, she moved out of teaching. And I, I met to know this house flipper. And he was flipping some multifamily houses. And I was like... Hey, if you're gonna be flipping multifamily houses, like I'll come right behind you and buy them. If you just give me like a deal on them, and so I ended up buying three from him um, at a discount. And then later, like a couple years later, I started accumulating more, just had more uh, connections in the space, and built my way up to thirty. But he came back to me and he's like, "Hey, I have a deal, and I'm trying to go bigger." And I was like, "Yeah, I have guys that are willing to invest, and I trust you as far as what we've been, you know, working mm-hmm. through for over the years." And yeah, he found a deal out in Kansas City, Missouri. He had cold calling. It was a mass foreclosure. Um, ended up getting a really good deal on it. And now in the current stages right now of, of flipping those uh, into rentals. Got it. That's amazing. As far as other NFL players, like what are they doing with their money? Crypto, stocks, real estate, nothing? Yeah, actually, it was funny. Crypto's last year, but it's okay. not like an actual investment. It's like, oh, look how much my Shiba Inu, right? <laughs> oh, okay. You know, like, look how much is up. Like, okay. they're, they're in the meme, you know, ones. Um, so it's not necessarily, I feel like it's it's not necessarily a deep talk if we get into Unless it's like really like gambling, yeah, kind of. Wow. Thing. Do, do you see a lot of frivolous spending in the NFL? Because I, I know you mentioned you were like, oh, some guys are spending like three hundred grand on a, on a chain, and it's like, 
Yeah. Is that, Literally, that, people that have a house on their chain. On oh their chain my their, gosh! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Their neck. That happens. Oh yeah, that's a real thing. Wow. And that's the. I'm just like guys, you knuckleheads. <laughs> like, you realize, like, when you're done playing, you don't get these big checks anymore. Yeah. You know, unless you find something to, you know, start it up, which yeah. is very hard to sustain this type of income. Yeah. You know. Yeah, what do they think when they do that? Do they think it's going to last indefinitely? Do you talk to them and tell them, Probably and they're just like, ah, oh, it's it's so far so, in the future, I could, you know, do another ten years. I mean. It's hard to tell people what to spend their money on, mm-hmm. um, and especially just like I said, knowing people's background. And I think there's like this persona that people try to like match that they see of like this glam mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah, just yeah, I could see that. It's just part of the lifestyle, as some people say, and it just it ends when your career ends if you try to live it and get mm-hmm. too deep into it. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of NFL players grow up dirt poor. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. not like middle class no, poor, right, right. Uh, like dirt poor. And mm-hmm. so you finally get some money. You want to spend it, man. You want to go get that car. So yeah, like, like I kind of understand it. You know, as frustrating as it is, and it's kind of annoying. It's like I get. So I it. guess it's true that pro athletes do like blow a lot of money really fast. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, What's the most reckless thing that you've seen? The most reckless thing yeah, financially, that like. Buying a million dollar car or something like that. Somebody put a million in tattoo chef call options uh, that expired the next month. <laughs> they went worthless. Worth of silver. <laughs> See, yeah, hundred thousand worth. I don't of even silver. know if I can answer that because it's not a it's not a topic that we talk about. You know? Wow, like, why is it so like that though? That's weird. Uh, it's. So money's not discussed. You're saying no. Money is not discussed. Wow. I feel like not in the all. locker room that would be one of the. Biggest. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, yeah. I, I'll, no, just, I'll turn any subject yeah. into a money subject. Too, yeah. I'm like, yeah. if we're not talking about money, what are we talking about here, man? <laughs> yeah, like, I think it's because of our educational backgrounds. Yeah, it could be. Right? Yeah. It's like, so we're like having an intelligent conversation about finances yeah. is not really something that's common. Yeah. You know? So what is talked about? <laughs> what's in going the on? What's the room. trends? Yeah. Like, yeah. What's going yeah. on? You see that video on TikTok, like the <laughs> Island Boys. <laughs> <laughs> the Island Boys. Finance Island Boys. All right. Just some nonsense, man. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, some deeper conversations too, just about life. You know, I get, I don't know. I feel like I'm a really passionate guy when it comes to like, just what I'm trying to do outside of football and setting up my career after. So I have some really deep conversation with my coach. So it's that's good. It's the whole spectrum of stuff besides finance. So also NFL super stressful. Yeah. So you kind of almost want to get away. Like, you know, to some people talking about money is a stressful subject to us. Like we love talking about that, but to not to everybody, you know, some people it's like, that's a, that brings on more stress. You got every guy trying to take your spot out there. You know Literally. what I mean? Wait, so Austin, do you, do you ever like wonder or just think about how, how come you grew up being so oriented and, and, and being so like cognizant of, of money management and other people aren't? Is it like your background growing up? Were you poor or were you on the wealthier side? Were you middle class? Like what drove you to be aware of it? I wasn't, we weren't poor, um, but we definitely didn't have, you know, excess amounts of wealth. Uh, we, but we had enough. My mom was a teacher and you know, her ex-husband did very well, but he just wasn't educated as far as like how to manage money. Like he was still had like huge amounts of debt compared to his income. Um, and I saw what that did to our financials. And I think that's what kind of like put the financial piece into me. Um, Oh, that's interesting. So you, so you saw them go through financial struggle and you're like, I don't, I don't want to go through that. Yeah, well, my mom was paycheck to paycheck, you know, the public schooling system, working as a teacher, like you're not getting paid much. Um, And then my stepdad didn't really like care for me that all that much either. So it was like just me and her really. Um, And like she took care of me as much as she could. Right. But it was like, okay, like 
if I ever get into a place, it was it wasn't even more about money. It was just I want to just set myself up in place where I can just take care of my life and right. take care of my family. Um, so that mm -hmm. the money aspect plays a part into that. Well, you know what's crazy? Like I feel like a lot of people, especially when they get pro and like when they become pro, they they've had rough lives. Like they've had lives mm -hmm. where they were challenging economically, you know, financially, all that. But like what what separated you from like I wonder what experience because I felt like th that experience is probably shared by a lot of people growing up pro athletes like, yeah um, you know where we're like we go through struggles like what make what that little experience that makes you go you know what when I get when I get that money I'm gonna invest I'm gonna be smart about it yeah I, I don't know what it is and it's, it's definitely something to do with like my mind and like how I'm <clears throat> putting myself in a, in a direction but I couldn't tell you it's a whole bunch of conditioning right mm -hmm. that I've gone through you mm -hmm. know um, as far as just how I was brought up in life, right? It's my childhood. I can't explain it all in yeah, one point. Yeah, it's, it's so impossible. Like it's impossible to quantify right. what it is. I've always wondered that. Because mm -hmm. like, you didn't grow up exactly like a poor Graham. Like your your dad was, a, he was an Imagineer, right? Uh, animator. Animator for, yeah, for Disney. He did though, storyboard. Right? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, but That's they cool. were not paid a lot of money mm -hmm. for the storyboard. Mm -hmm. There's okay. so many stories about them being overworked and yeah, no, like I've very heard. little compared to like what these movies were generating. So even though they're like big movies, uh, storyboard artists were not exactly the most appreciated. And then Jeremy, your background is pretty pretty normal too. Like you yeah, I was, uh, we were really poor when I was super young, but then we made it to the middle class when I was probably like 12, 13. Mm -hmm. So I got to see like that come up of like going from poverty and like food stamps and like that type of neighborhood to, you know, middle class. And when I moved to middle class, I thought I was rich, man. Like literally, <laughs> yeah. like my parents got a new Tahoe and like we moved into a house that was like $200,000. I thought like, we were rich. Do you ever remember growing up and you see that kid with the PlayStation? You're like, dude, that guy's rich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going over, over to my friend's house. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 like, yeah, that dude has both a Nintendo 64 yeah. and a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. And and then you get exposed to some other people, and you're like, oh wait, no, we're not rich. Oh, yeah. and then there's like another so level, and it's like, yeah. wait a minute, what? Going up, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is going keep on? Keep going up. Oh, and and I've also met wealthy people, and I'm sure you have too, that that came from affluent backgrounds that are also intelligent with money. Mm -hmm. So it's like it. it yeah, oh, I don't know what it is. I'm yeah. always trying to find it though. Oh no, for sure. Graham, did yeah. you have any pro athlete? Uh, you know. Clients back in the day in LA? I did. Okay. Uh, LeVar Arrington. LeVar Arrington. Yeah. yeah, outside linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, look at this guy. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, I, I know yeah. everything yeah. about every yeah. player in the history of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was funny. We were talking the other night, and uh, yeah. Austin was saying he wasn't that into, um, you know, like watching football and things like that. Me, however, I, I, we, I remember we talked about this like a week or two ago. I knew like the second string players, the third yeah. string players, like 40 times everything. But I played football for five years, and I don't think I realized it till senior year. I hated playing football. No kidding. But I thought because I loved watching NFL Network and playing Madden, and like I thought right. I would love playing football. And I played for five years, and I was like, I don't actually Why? like this. Why? Yeah, I, don't. I don't know. I think because I liked being entertained by watching football, I thought, oh, I would like playing it. Mm -hmm. And I never had fun. I, yeah. We could win games. I could score touchdowns. Never had fun. Mm -hmm strange man and, and you would think oh you know you would love doing it but i never i never liked it so no, but you're opposite he he you know he wasn't yeah. he didn't watch football and there he is in the yeah, nfl it's incredible watch, I watch the nfl until late like yeah. i said my junior year of college that's incredible I still like the only games I really watch is like playoff games or like yep. our scouting like who our opponent coming up yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. So what's your plan after the the contract ends? This next one. Yeah. You, is get the goal one. To get the keep biggest one yet, baby? Going. As long <laughs> as possible. Is that? Yes. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's definitely a goal, right? Yeah. But there's reality. I take it a year at a time, right? And so, you know, Jeremy and I were talking the other day at dinner. It was like I'm 
getting ready for that. Like that's why I've started my you know real estate portfolio. I'm starting to build an app right now. Um, so getting into other avenues, have some startups I'm invested in, and then I have my financial team that manages the most of my money because mm-hmm. I'm not an expert, right? Yeah. So oh wait, interesting. Let's back up. Y- yeah. You have a financial team that manages your money. Yes, so the majority of it. Okay, do they yes. ask, like, how do they manage it for you? Do they ask you what your risk tolerance is? Or like, right. what do you like? You like real estate? Like- so they're like, basically, when we sat down, they're like, okay, with this money that you're giving us here, like, what is this, what's the purpose for this in the future? Um, and basically, I was like, okay, because they have a majority. I'm like, this is the money that I don't want to touch. I just want it to grow, like, like let it go, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so there's some structured products. There's some mutual funds. There's some individual stocks. It's like diversified all over the place. Okay. Um, but it's like money that I'm not even coming to. Uh, and then I have money that I have in my bank account that's more so for like my app, for real right. estate, for other opportunities. So you know account. how it's allocated like 100%? Uh, I mean, as far as the main like buckets, yes. Mm-hmm. Not down to the specific got product it, on it. like the, what the return is on it mm-hmm. and like the actual like payout, things like that. Do you know what the fee is? The fee what is their fee is? 1%? No. 1%. Something that's high. that's high, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. normal. That's what it's, the industry it's normal, standard is. But yeah. it's normal, but it's it is high, high compared yeah. to like I just read an article funds, by yeah. Warren Buffett. Well, not an article by yeah. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. <laughs> He's out there writing articles. He's writing yeah. like medium articles. Bitcoin, <laughs> 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 rat poison. No, but like. Don't go there. Don't offend Jeremy's idol. No, it's, he was talking about, he was chastising the financial managers for turning the stock market into like, you know, a casino, right? I'm sure you saw it. Yeah. And he's like, man, nowadays people are paying financial managers to manage people, to lose money for people, <laughs> like to, yeah. to lose more money than the people they're managing for could lose it. It's like, it, it's kind of interesting. So I don't know, I, I've never I've never actually talked to a financial advisor, um, mm. but like based on everything I understand, and maybe I'm ignorant, mm-hmm. but like no one can outperform the market for no. you, like the mm-hmm. general market. they don't need market. to outperform. No, they a just financial need to manager- fees. Well, a financial manager could just be a good in between, like a good medium between right. somebody like, the market's down. I want to sell it right now, right, and they'd be right. like, "No, no, no." Right, right, right. You, you got to think like one or two mistakes like that, and they pay for themselves for like the next twenty. That's years. true. If you could think about it like that, yeah, yeah they're for- there to just kind of keep you in place. Because yeah. I've known a few over the years, and yeah, like the market's going down. They call their, you know, uh, yeah. whoever's managing the money, and like, "Oh, should I pull out?" No, you really shouldn't. Okay, bye. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah. So it depends what they're investing in. They could charge one percent, put it in index funds that you could do yourself, and through that just that right. buffer. I'd be so curious to money. see that portfolio like how how they're they're managing the risk they give you statements yeah do they email you the statements i mean we can break it down yeah i would love to we could cover the numbers if you want but like yeah no we don't have to go over the number we could just talk about like oh here's the fund yeah and here's why it's invested in i bet you that they have um a uh target date retirement fund for him no you don't think they have a target date no, I think uh, no. Tar- target date. No, no. I, I, I've never but, seen okay. financial managers do target. My, they don't pick they, those. Uh-huh. They like to do, like I told you, they like structured products. It's these products where it's like, like a multiplier on the S and P five hundred. You know that has a, a basically a, a floor that you won't realize any losses unless it drops below thirty percent over a year. Like there's mm-hmm. these, there's these structured products that they yeah. like to get like into. stop losses type of thing. <sighs> In a way, yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I saw I didn't like, we had uh, someone from OnlyFans on the Mm -hmm. podcast and her fund (laughs) was managed by a uh, financial manager. But then that financial manager was buying also other funds with really high fees. Mm -hmm. So she was paying like one and a half percent to two percent on some of these funds. Do you think they were in on it together or do you think he was just clueless? Uh, I think it was a she. No, I just think that's this. 
typical just and a lot standard. of a lot of people just don't really pay attention to the fees i think that's what it but is. Like as a fund manager your job's to make sure you're not doing that right no you're you, you as a fund manager could pick another fund with a high fee yeah, there's but nothing against uh, there's nothing against that. Yeah. You you mentioned OnlyFans, and I was thinking yeah. I need to get in touch with Bad Baby because she could <laughs> single handedly change the trajectory of every one of my stocks after a fifty million dollars she made last year. Bad Baby, 50. save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth, so you can keep that lawn in tip top shape. Or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. And view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Yeah, yeah on 53 million. $53 million yeah, on OnlyFans. Dude. It's crazy. Oatly, Tattoo yeah. Chef, yeah. Honest. Yeah. All right, guys, just pulled it up. Let's check it out. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so, uh, yeah, just click on, like, the marketing investment drop-down. All right, so marks investment. Wait, could you put it right here? Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. First off, something more important. What iPhone is that, Mr. Eckler? So I'm sponsored by Verizon, and that's the one they gave me. So. Okay, because I'm like, I don't even know if that's the newest iPhone. And, like, respect. No, it's not, no. I mean, starting so running back Verizon. in the NFL, and he's like, I don't need the newest <laughs> iPhone. Like, yeah, respect, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. So we are at, uh, oh, this is interesting. Blue Rock Total Income Plus Real Estate. Apollo Diversified Real Estate. But Graham. But Graham. Can you hold it like this? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We can see it. What, well, gonna, it's so see. tiny. Yeah, it's so uh, tiny. Ah. What do we got? Citigroup Global Markets. I don't know what the, the exp I'd have to look up the expense ratios on this. So they're just mutual funds. Uh, yeah. The the highest one is Griffix. 0.72. Yeah, 1.72? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we knew that was going to be a high expense ratio yeah. on that one, though. But Look, you're you're getting a 4.8% dividend yield. Yeah, looking through it, yeah, they're all they're all, all somewhat good. high that's expense ratios. You could pro I don't know. You could probably do better. Is it worth Wait, it? Wait, between you know? 1.7 plus the 1%, he's paying 2.7 in fees. On that one fund, though. But we yeah. knew the real, real estate always has high funds. But you could do something like VNQ, which is the Vanguard fund. Yeah, no, fund, I know. Which that's is a like great 1. 1%. Yes. And then, I mean, real estate is really a tiny part of my Oh, you got some Apple and Facebook separately, too. Yeah, they're in there. There we go. Some individuals in there. I mean, the thing is, you could probably save about 1% of your portfolio Oh, you got some ARC. Oh, ARC. That's the title of the video. Austin Eckler's all in on ARC Invest. ARC Invest. I mean, you could probably save like 1% a year managing this yourself and just put it in like a Vanguard fund. Yeah, like a global stock, like the global stock market index fund. We better and hope whoever's managing his money's not watching this. They're right. gonna hate us. You'd have to pull <laughs> everything. Gonna put a hit, a, yeah. a hit out on us, man. But yeah, so you'd, you'd be incurring whatever tax liability yeah. by mm -hmm. selling, moving it to another fund. Yeah. But you would be saving probably you know one percent a year. Yeah, mm -hmm. which adds up. Absolutely. So and that's compounds too. Mm -hmm. So it's like one percent, one percent. It's going to grow. I don't know. And then the market yeah. crashes and we all look like it. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I never want to suggest doing anything. Yeah, and then I, know. I, you know, there's egg on my face. Yes. It's like right after it's like the market just crashes. Yeah. That's the only so thing. So probably better you uh, do your own research. <laughs> yeah. Because we're not are. financial advisors. Let's <laughs> no, be very clear about players that. Don't talk about this. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, imagine us trying to talk about this. Oh, bro, you got to get in this thing. Let me show you this. You know, like, you got to get this. What's your expense ratio? 
I don't know what it is, but man, it's up twenty percent this last year. Nice. <laughs> I, f- right. I feel like Bitcoin would have to be big in the NFL. Oh, community, do you have yeah, crypto? Bitcoin is okay because yeah, isn't there some players that are like taking their salary in Bitcoin or something? I've heard of one. Yeah. yeah, I forget who, but yeah, yeah. I, the first guy that actually did it was my old roommate. His name is Sean Colkin. He was really? a, he was a tight end for uh, for um, the Chiefs for a little bit. He okay, doesn't, he doesn't play anymore, but yeah, yeah, he's huge into Bitcoin. Like oh. speaks on panels and stuff about. Do you it have any too. crypto? Wow. I don't have any crypto. What? I'm still very just like unsure. I'm like yeah. I, I just don't know. Blasphemous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, it's time for me to show you what I brought here today. Right. And yeah. since we have Mr. Eckler on, I found this at an old house recently, and I figured I'd bust this out. Ridge Football 2007, oh, baby. Oh, wow. We're the gonna yearbook. yeah, we're gonna yeah the uh, the football the football yearbook. So. <laughs> Uh, let me bust out a photo of me here where I wow. look cut and ripped. Oh, wait. Uh, I'm on one of these pages. Oh, there I am. 6'1". No way. That's so I you? still grew. Yeah, six one. They lied about my weight. I, I was probably about 160 pounds. It doesn't look like pounds. Jeremy at all. Really? Whoa. No. Whoa. You get a transformation on that? Yeah, really good thing. Dang. Okay, oh, I see gosh. a little bit, yeah. Okay, you're going to have to put that up. Look at that Miata, thing. though. <laughs> Straight up, that's a Miata right here. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. Oh, right that's here. crazy. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. and DB, huh? Yeah, supposedly. And six uh, one, so I st- I kept growing after high school. Wow. So you were like, oh no, there's a six foot six dude. I know. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if they. You might have to put it up yeah. to the. What's like the average height of the NFL? Oh, you know, we'll take a picture. Oh, it's all over it's the place. Over yeah. six. Oh yeah, like gosh, six two, Jeremy. six three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I got the best picture, okay? Now, Austin, tell me if you saw him coming after you, you just slide down, right? That this? man right here? No, right here, oh, man. Oh, I thought you talking about the Jack guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought, too. He's playing there. Oh, this guy, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that guy's yeah, intimidating. Right, run the other way. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I know. You look at this man actually deliberately flexing the tries. Flexing the tries. Yeah. Oh, gosh, so cringe, man. Oh, I is can't. that you? You're yep, the that's me. <laughs> no one no, wants a on piece of him, man. <laughs> right there, baby. No. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, you are doing Oh man, I I, I need to get. What back. happened, Jeremy? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Money. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, gosh. I, I, but anyways, that's that's what I brought today. So awesome. Okay. That's yeah, cool. that's my book for the day. So, but um, anyways, it crazy. So, I mean, I had a good friend, uh, you know, in 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 high school. His name is Giorgio. He was a running back, and uh, man, he tried everything to make it, and just you know, couldn't ever na- make to the league. He tried out at ASU, um, you know, as a walk on, couldn't quite make it. And and man, he was so fast. He was agile. He had strength. Um, but that's a good example of like how hard it is to make it to the league. And so yeah. like ultimate respect to Austin, you know, for for going through all you went through and to yeah. make it, man, uh, Austin, it's crazy. Is there any aspect of I know you worked hard, but is there any aspect to uh, making it to the league that requires luck? Oh, here we absolutely. go again. That's oh, luck. That's luck. 100%. 100%. Okay. absolutely. How much, he but said how much would you equate to Ooh, luck this is versus when it gets skill? Spicy. No, 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 no. Right. no let, like, let, let me elaborate. Right, yeah, so right. the luck is like a small factor, you know, but it, it mm. ends up being big over time. Mm. Right? Because, <laughs> well, in, in my industry, injury is probably the leading cause of not going on to the next level okay. or not continuing your career. Well, why you stop is because you get injured, you know. Um, so there's a luck factor as far as 
you know, not being someone, injured, someone not falling into your leg in an right. awkward position. Um, how about coaches how about, understanding your talent and actually like not overlooking you? Like you, there's a lot of people that get overlooked and just don't get an opportunity. That's crazy. Right? So you could be good, like incredibly good, or at least molded to be, and you could be overlooked. If you're incredibly good, you're probably going to get noticed. But it's the guys mm -hmm. that are good that even if they had some more development and some more time and just they needed that extra, you know, coaching, but it wasn't there because they weren't noticed, then that's where kind of the luck kind of plays into, right? right? What, what about being like, I guess, noticed by a recruiter as well? Yeah, absolutely. That's part of it too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, like for me, like I had barely anybody come and talk to me. It was all tiny, tiny schools, right? Yeah. And yeah. I was destroying my entire, you know, conference. Like mm -hmm. I was number one in everything. Um, and so, like, you, get, you get some bad luck, you get some good luck. Exactly. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up actually one of the reasons I got noticed because my one of my best friends who's a long snapper for the Raiders here, actually, um, we graduated, but he had D1s coming to and talking to him. And so we had people coming through. And then so put, put me on the radar for some coaches, but it just wasn't the bigger schools, it was the smaller ones. Um, so they would come to talk to him, but then also talk to me at the same time. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I mean, for running back, you know, for instance, like you're, you're counting on those dudes up front to block. Right. And um, I don't know if you had early in your career when you, you hadn't made a name yet, did you have a certain run that the line just blocked perfect and you got to just run through that and get a big touchdown or anything like that? In that high school, like I was just bigger and faster than people. Mm -hmm. um, like I was, I was basically the same size I am now, but I was just so elusive. Like it didn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really honestly. No, I meant, I meant with the Chargers specifically. Oh, the Chargers? Yeah. So, like at a preseason game so, or anything like that. So a big thing is special teams, which is there's offense, defense, and then in between is special teams. Mm -hmm. And so that's usually what the backups are playing on. And so I was a scout or I was on the scout team, which basically does like practice cards for the special teams, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm, I'm giving a look, what we call a look to the backups. Right. And that's where I got noticed was giving practice reps to the backups because I was showing them like, you know, mm -hmm. like, OK, you're supposed to go down and run then run on this line, follow the line. And I was just absolutely untouchable. Like no one could stop wow. me. No one could block me. And I was just boom out of a cannon. Right. And so that started to put me on the radar like, oh, this guy has raw talent as far as speed, agility, things like that. And like, let's see if he can play offense as well. And then actually preseason did well. But my like standout run i think was my first ever carry like my first ever handoff in the regular season after i made the team was a 34 yard touchdown wow made a dude miss boom sprinted all the way down outran everybody to the end zone that was my first ever mm. carry Dang. yeah and so it was it was insane it's like one of the <laughs> most memorable moments i have i just remember Shoot. screaming and just like getting <laughs> teary. i was so emotional because yeah. i was like finally got in the game on offense and i scored a touchdown and so it was just a it was a really special moment when me. you bust off a big run do you look back like see is there a flag <laughs> Is that is that happened? Like uh, no, absolutely. Okay, that's the most devastating thing. You score a touchdown, you look back, you're like, oh, it's coming it's back. So hard to score in the NFL. Yeah, so hard. Um, so yeah, but you had a you had a lot of touchdowns last year, did you? I, I had most in the league. What? I led the NFL. No, uh, leading scorer. What are you Dude, about? Are you what? Hey. I knew you scored a lot of touchdowns, but I didn't know it was that many. Yeah, twenty touchdowns. And then, oh my gosh, so there's another running back. His name's Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he sco also scored For the 20. Colts. Yeah. yeah, but I scored two two point conversions, so I beat him at points. Wow. There we go. Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. Insane. Yeah, man. That's how you get on the MVP watch for next year. That's right. Watch out for the man. Okay. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I saw some comments in one of the YouTube. I think the GQ video that was like, "I love this guy. He won me the fantasy football." Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Fantasy do you, do you know what fantasy football is? <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's like I don't understand why guys don't 
pay more attention to fantasy football. It's like mm-hmm. having a giant opportunity in front of you and just saying like, ah, I don't like it because some people are mean in there. Exactly. It's, it's, like, it's probably the stress of it, I I'm think. I'm just like, yeah. you guys, like I've had so many opportunities because I gave love to the fantasy football people. So I'm mm-hmm. big into community, just engagements and really hanging out with fans and showing my appreciation because of where I came from, a small town where no one wanted to hang out with me. Now just people are like, hey, can I get a picture? And I think that's so special. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I try to do my best of just making every moment that someone comes up and meets me special. And so I started giving more attention to the fantasy football community because it's honestly probably the reason the NFL is as big as it is today because people get so engaged in their fantasy football teams. But I have more fans on from fantasy football than I do for playing on the Chargers. Like more, I get like ten wow. to one. People, yeah. are, oh, I had you on my yeah. fantasy team, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and so like it's just millions of people that are playing this and so i've just, I, like i literally started a show with yahoo um mm-hmm. because i just started giving love and showing people and like i did a jersey giveaway for people that had me on their fantasy uh, fantasy team the entire year every yeah. week i did a jersey giveaway and so it's just like huge opportunity i wish more guys uh would get involved in and if you have me on your fantasy team shout out to y'all i appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate y'all That's cool. and he's he's extra good on fantasy not just because of touchdowns but if you're in a point per catch league Basically, uh, Austin catches a lot of balls. I don't know where you rank, uh, like, you know, catches for running backs. I assume it's pretty darn high. Second last year. Second. So he's getting rushing yards. He's getting rushing touchdowns. He's getting a lot of catches. And if you're in a point, you get a point for every time he catches the ball. He's getting receiving yards and he's getting receiving touchdowns. You want me on your fantasy team? Yeah. (laughs) Some running backs, they don't have hands. So they just, they're just going to run the ball. He can can catch it. So what what does a normal day in the life look like for you? League of Legends. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I definitely, I'll get a few games in here yeah, and there. Right. Um, but wake up right now. So now work out in the mornings. Like what time? What time do you wake up? The seven thirty. Okay. So nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, right now, so we have OTAs, which is organized team activities, and so I'm not there, so I just call in. So wake up seven thirty, eight o'clock. Uh, I'm on meetings for an hour till nine. Work out at nine. Um, today I had a call for my foundation and it's just like the team that I have put together for my foundation and on depends on what day it is but on a day like today we'll have our like basically set my schedule up for the week with my assistant and my um, media people uh, so I have like a little team built around me and then we'll film we'll film some up until um, I don't know like right after lunch we'll break Everyone goes and goes and does their own thing. And then I'll start working on like my app with the development team and just kind of just talking to them, just making sure everything's going well, uh, maybe shoot some more content. And I'm actually going to be starting up a podcast as far as to get some content around it and build up a community and then usually throw in some video games here and there mm. um, and then wind it out. If my girlfriend's in town, I'll hang out with her then and maybe go to the driving range, hit some balls and stuff. Oh, <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah. And what brought you to Vegas? You see, you're yeah. making the transition here. Yeah. So. Taxes was one because, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't get away from it for football, but I can get away from it from endorsements. And yeah. my endorsements have been skyrocketing <laughs> in the past two years. And then one of my my attorney, my business partner, and became my best friend over the years. One of the guys that believed in me from day one as far as my college career all the way up until the pros um, represents me. And so he lives here as well. I wanted to get closer to him, too. Yeah, and he's That's my cool. attorney for all my businesses. Because yeah. I, I, I have a look a little lamp company, um, the foundation, and then Experience, which is my app that I have. And he does all the legal f- work for all of those. Now, for a person who's looking together to put a team of, of cool individuals around them to help them, do you pay them out, or do they take like a percent of what you do? No, I pay them out. You pay them out. Yeah, and so if I if you are going to be getting some type of equity then yeah you have to bring a substantial amount of value as far as like you have to have an expertise that i don't have or that's not cheap to go get somewhere else like 
And so I have, I do have people that have like equity in um, experience um, my app just because I, I'm very new to all this. What's the app about? Uh, I was talking to Jeremy. He's like, you need to have a 10 second version. <laughs> so I'll, give you, I'll give you the 10 second version. <laughs> <laughs> you went beast mode on it. Cause like, okay, here's what it is. I was like, dang man. Our second's like five minutes later. <laughs> no, it was no, I like it. Um, but long story short, it's an engagement platform um, that you can do different types of customized engagements. Um, things of sign, like signing stuff for your fans, uh, video chats, gaming, social, like social media experiences and just different things, giveaways all in one cool. spot. That's really cool. Yeah, it reminds me, because uh, you had an idea of selling your foot pictures and signing them. I remember right. you wanted so, to do that for yeah. a while. Yeah. I actually, no one bought this. As a joke, I put up my bath water for sale. No way. <laughs> I oh, five, I didn't know you five, went that Yeah, part. I did that. No, you, you did, did that? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Listen, if someone pays five, it's $5,000. It's five grand. Yeah, I put, I just, because I put a price. I'm like, uh, okay. hey, if someone pays me five grand, I'd be stupid not to do that. And has, have Stu you got any offers? No. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought no, we peaked at... <laughs> Last week with the what whole wedding ticket thing, oh. we just went a Jeremy, lower, you level lower. Sell your Come like on, everyone, man. Why haven't you made, grand? Why haven't on, you made a YouTube video about this? Because no one bought I it. I tried to sell my bathwater. <laughs> no, because that no could do it. well. Actually. I need to I sell. I need to well. sell Wait, one. Maybe they don't know where it's been sold. That where's it at? What's up? Where's it being sold? At? I think it's GrahamStephanStore.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. But okay, so did you actually like you took a bath, you bottled it? No, no, no. It's made fresh. Wait, Andre, I'm not going to. That's made what it's fresh. supposed to be. That's what gives yeah. it the value, though, right? You got to like take a bath in it, and then you take your bath water. Wait, so it's false advertising. No, if, if someone buys it for five grand, I'll take a bath. Oh, you'll Scoop take a bath. Some. All right, all right, all right. This is so <laughs> creepy, man. Creepy? Listen, if someone offers five grand, come on. Like, obviously, he's going to do it. Dude, I don't. I, I mean, think I'm moving. It's so easy. It's people, the principle. It's listen, like, people yeah. take baths all the time, I, and I, they I, just drain it down. Dude, I always like to push Graham down. How far can we push Graham to? Like monetize, monetize something. <laughs> like, would you take? It's in the spirit of business. I mean, oh it's just like you'd be God. a bad businessman if you turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I'm a bad businessman, and I'll be a bad. Come on, Graham. No, what? I think you should make a video about it, though. I'm no one bought my bath water. That not, would be entertaining because it was put up as a joke. But if someone were to buy it, I'd follow through with it. That's I'm gonna buy it and send it to Andre's house and do it under his name, just so it's like I bought Graham's bathwater. Andre's like, I did not buy it. I Let did me not order it. it. Yeah. I'm gonna review, review it. it. You're doing a product review. Yeah. Taste test. Have it next to like Fiji water, Dasani, right, right, bathwater. Right, right. <laughs> oh man, Dude. Austin's got ideas. He's like after game. I'm gonna be sweaty. You want my bath water? It's oh, twenty thousand. I listen. I bet. I bet. My, my three. My three touchdown water, man. I bet you seriously could sell your sweat. Like no joke. Like on a towel or something. Yes. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, I saw this. Uh, it's funny. I like. I was on Instagram Explore page. You know, you get all kinds of crazy stuff. There was one of. Um, Somebody had a playoff game and it was Steph Curry uh, was like in front of him and Steph Curry was like, uh, you know, talking to his kids and he's like, Curry, Curry, come on, man. Let me get that towel. Let me get that towel. He was like begging for it and everybody oh in the comment section was just God. killing him like, oh, man, this man's down bad. Like oh, man. begging for like this towel, this sweat towel. Like, come on. Oh. So no, it's got a value. Some, like 
It's got it's got a value to it. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of super twenty bucks, fans out there. fifty dollars, a hundred dollars for like, him. Someone that caliber, yeah, yeah. It's probably getting <laughs> it, yeah, it, four it, figures. For it's that. easier. <laughs> it's figures. easier yeah. to convince Graham that the bath towel has, <laughs> oh, has more God. value than Bitcoin originally. He's like, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> why Bitcoin has value. He's like, but towels. But what I put someone's gonna find value. It's a joke. It's like Andre. How much would you sell your shoes for? Like right now, you wore your shoes. How much would you sell them for? I, uh, it depends which ones. The the ones you wore I, today. I, I, right I like one. I like forty bucks, fifty bucks. Okay, but how much would you sell them for? How much would you put them up for sale? I don't, right? think, if I, someone, I don't think I would. So you're saying if someone offers you twenty thousand dollars for those shoes, I mean that's not, a different story. There yeah. Yeah. That's a different so story. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be fishing for it. Though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fish. I, it was funny. It's funny. It was, the, it was at the time when Belle Delphine was doing the bathwater. I remember, thing, yeah. And I thought, well, if she's doing bathwater, I'm going to put it up as a joke. Well, if she Five could do grand. it, I could do it. Five grand. <laughs> someone does. So it's like, you know, why not put your shoes up for sale at 10 grand and just see, hey, if well, someone, Have you done that? No. <laughs> no. Somebody didn't. Wait, Alex, somebody actually uh, made an offer to buy my shoes. Yes. $200. Which ones? Uh, I don't know. Any I think. Used pair. Any used pair of shoes. Now, I didn't do it. Why not? Uh, because the shoes were worth like you know, 100. yeah, hundred something. So it's like you know, mm. it, it's not worth it. The 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 mm -hmm. that's a hundred percent return. Where are you gonna find that kind of return? <laughs> yeah, but I like Everything points. is relative. I like this shoes. I like this shoes. 100%. I like this shoes. So I have to. Have you guys know I had uh, six to eight people reach out that wanted to buy tickets to my wedding. Really? Yes. So tickets to your wedding? Yes. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. What? Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the wedding? Come on! Don't make me relive okay, that from okay, last okay, week. Okay, oh okay. no! I got, I got heat for that too. I'll go watch that one. Although I yeah. will say, after the bathwater thing, the the ticket thing doesn't seem like that no, bad. Like, no. oh, let's invite random people to a wedding now. I got hate on it on millennial money, but if you go to iced coffee hour, people loved it. It was so. It's interesting. Yeah, we because I think our core audience. Sees yeah. the business aspect, you're like, he's mm. savvy, saving money, he's making money, everyone wins. Millennial money, on the other hand, they see that, oh, that's bad. Well, that's because millennial money, the, no, the people we'll, that watch millennial money got a lot of money. No, I think no, <laughs> that's no, what it is. No, no, we got the no, rich no, the, crowd. The no, rich no, crowd. Yeah, okay. we're financially sad. Dude, Dude, millennial money has a more diverse hours entertainment. There's a lot of crossover between the two, but it is more diverse. But anyway, the story was Alex is hosting what? Alex is a wedding. And uh, we were joking, and we said, what if you charge tickets to your wedding to pay for the wedding? To get 10 people in on the wedding, right. charge tickets to those 10 people, and it's like they and, become friends anyway. And, and the know? idea that spawned it from was Graham charging like cover charges to come to his parties. Uh, that was a joke. Okay. That was a joke. <laughs> and when we say party, we're not talking LA type parties. We're talking about like a okay. get together yeah, like a pizza oh, where you sit around yeah. and talk about <laughs> investing in business. No, yes. no, no, what? no. It's, it's, what? It started when I hosted like 15 people over a thousand on the 4th of July. And the place was kind of messy, and I yeah. just asked if you're gonna leave, pick up two pieces of no, trash. No, that's not that's, that's not where it started. It started when I was it like, did. Graham, can we heat up your pool? You're like, no, that's cost money. I'm like, why did you have a pool? <laughs> He's like, I can't. I was like, dude, it's like two dollars to heat up your pool. It's more than that. It's what five? No, to heat up a pool could How much be is hundreds it? of dollars. For one time, yes, at a party, yes. Wow, what kind of hundreds of dollars? <laughs> yes, do you not aquarium. realize how expensive it is to heat a pool? <laughs> he does hundreds of, of dollars. Oh, yeah, get a small one. Yeah. There is yeah. no way yes. it would cost hundreds yes, of dollars to heat up yes. your size pool. Yes, it would. You could have at least done the spa. Prove that. Oh, yeah, to, yeah, this Prove that to me, and I'll give you a hundred dollars. Ooh, yeah. deal. Okay, okay, one time. How are we going to prove this though? Okay, because don't use your you... pool for a month and then use it once to heat it up. I I've never heated it up. You never heated it up. No. Why'd you put one in? What's up? Why'd you put it in? Because on the really hot summer days, you don't need to heat it. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
well, still. Yeah. No, that's true, but the heater, because the heater is an extra like $7,000. So you didn't you didn't have to put in the heater then. You could have saved yourself like seven k by no, not putting on, in the heater. No, but on resale, you're not going to sell a pool without a heater. <laughs> oh yeah, most pools don't have heaters. No, yeah, no, no, most no, pools no. in Vegas and Arizona. No. I came from the okay. pool business. But to so. be fair, yeah. it Wait, was you a... came from the pool business. Yes, so you could tell Andre how much it costs to heat a pool. <laughs> oh, One time. it's about seventy bucks. No. Yeah, unless it's like pool? middle of winter and it's freezing and it's like thirty degrees outside or something. Yeah. Okay. Like if you heated, you could heat your pool up right now to whatever i right now this time of year yeah. i mean maybe 40 bucks 30 bucks no yep. is that, to that pool's freezing it's freezing no it's, like it's not freezing degrees. it's like 50 degrees i'm 100 percent sure that pool right now is probably about 69 degrees there's no way it's 69 degrees yeah okay but it to is. be fair that was a fourth of july party like for yeah. a lot of friends yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Hey, you, gotta, you gotta chip in. Yeah. Chip in. You're trying to get, I mean, pool. that's fine. I said that. I was like, let's <laughs> heat it up. <laughs> yeah i mean we should have it would have been amazing we're gonna find out the temperature of the pool very shortly <laughs> very shortly uh, as soon as it on graham's on, wi-fi it might be four or five minutes so <laughs> don't worry it's <laughs> dial up aol <laughs> i saved the extra money yeah, that, dial up. that is a business expense yeah. graham if macy's on the phone though it's gonna cut me off so. <laughs> oh god that's too funny but it saves three dollars a month that's a month, great yeah. deal Compounded over the next hundred years. Yeah, talking about savings of like fifteen thousand dollars. So hey, professional athletes. So Var Arrington, who else did you have for his clients in in LA? They were professional athletes. Oh, probably a few. I uh, Lavar Arrington was was okay. the one that stands out the most. Anybody super famous you ever had as a client? Yes. Who? Um, well, I've, I've said it before. Chloe Moretz and Orlando Bloom. Okay, Orlando, Orlando Bloom. I heard yeah. that name. Where's he? What's he do? Or what's he from? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. He's done quite a. He's done quite a lot. And who's the the female? Chloe Moretz. Chloe Moretz. Yeah. She's she awesome. was in several movies. She was a, a child actress, and um, and then transitioned into other roles as an adult. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if she's not at least third string in the NFL, I have no yeah. clue. Who she is. <laughs> like, she's just nobody. Right. Yeah, absolutely so nobody. I'll give you this. It is seventy-one degrees. Bam. Okay. okay. So it's so oh, you could. Oh, oh no! Now it's now it's sixty-nine. No, even better. Even you literally better. said sixty-nine. Yeah. I know my pools, man. Dang. Look at this guy. I know my pools. So, anyways, that would thirty to forty bucks is max, and no. you would heat that to eighty-five. Yep. Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Yep. Thirty no. to forty bucks. Hundred percent sure. Eighty-five seems hot. Yep. It's not hot. 85? 85. I think 85 is perfect. Yeah, oh, okay. Why is that hot? Yeah. You do ice tubs, right? Yeah, rarely. Oh, rarely? Okay. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I do, right? I figure after right. every game, you'd be in the ice tub. Only if I'm really hurting, which is like okay. usually like week 12. Mm. And, um, ooh, that's when it hits. That's when, out. yeah, the legs start ooh, feeling. Because we've been going, we go four weeks before. Well, we go three weeks before season, preseason, yeah. which is three weeks, and then you have 17 games, right, and then yeah. playoffs after that. So it's months of literally running and hitting every day. But I, some players are in there, I would assume, after every, every practice. Every yeah, day. every yeah, day. So that's one of the, another reason I don't get it, because <laughs> if you see the cold tub and the hot tub next to each other, you're like, why is that one so clean? And you see the hot tub, <laughs> and it is disgusting. Oh, it gosh. is disggusting. Because oh, guys man. get right out of practice, take their pads and everything off, and there's like Dude, 10, you're supposed like to 
spray dudes. down. Come There's on, There's like 10 man. dudes just hanging out in the hot tub <laughs> yeah. straight out of practice. I'm oh, like, yeah. no. I'm, I'm going to skip the hot tub. <laughs> You're not supposed to. Oh, let's oh, no. so <laughs> <laughs> hey, There we go. <laughs> At least 5K for that. Oh, yeah. Goodness. It's an ETF. Oh, 10 players? Bro, it's an ETF. They could probably turn that into an NFT, too. NFT linked to the water. Right. But now, uh, what was it? it a you. year ago, two years ago, you had a pretty serious injury? Or yeah. What happened? Two years ago, uh, shredded my hamstring. Ooh, um, the hammy. Yeah, so got in like, this awkward position, like made this dude miss, and yeah. he like f was falling down into my legs, and I pushed him down, and he like... I hit like my shin and my leg just extended and I kind of like bent over and put my ha hand on the ground and just tweaked it. It just went too far, right? Just uh, bent over like to the point where it just yeah. pulled my tendon off my bone. Um, and then I had to tear down the belly of it. And so, yeah, I was out for like 10 weeks yeah. after that. And what's that like being out? Uh, that was the first time I've ever been out ever. Like okay. for, for anything substantial, like a broken bones and stuff, but you just mm -hmm. put like a cast and numb it up um, and just kind of go through it. And then, so that obviously I can't, I can barely even walk. Yeah. Right. And so everyone in everyone that had been around me is like, yeah, don't come back early. Just don't come back early because yeah. hamstrings, like, oh, you just pull it again. Yep. You know, you know, from track, yeah. you know, like you oh, can't mess around. Yeah. Like a son's game Booker, he pulled, uh, he didn't pull his hamstring, but he like tweaked it a little bit yeah. and they, they left him out for a few games. Cause yeah. it's like, you can just keep messing up and then right. it's just. And it's tough. It's tough too because yeah. psychologically, like I just want to be with the team. Especially, yeah. it's the hardest when you our team's losing, and I'm watching them on yeah. TV, and I'm just like, oh, like I can't yeah. help, yeah. you know. And yeah, you know, one, I remember one night um, we were losing to a team that we were much better than, and I just remember I was just pumping out push-ups because I was just so mad. No, come on, guys! Like I was just so mad. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, luckily, yeah, that's been. Do you ever lose a contract from that? From what? You get injured. You're out for too long, and they could just cut it. No, no. so we have we have things that yeah protect okay. us through our our uh, collective bargaining agreement. That yeah, you can't do that. Basically, you go on IR, and they have to recover you until you're healthy. Then they can cut you. Got yeah. it. Okay. Or um, there's guarantees in some contracts too. So like, it, it just depends on the situation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, injuries. The game is so violent. You know, we were talking about this over dinner, and I don't think people understand it because you see it on TV and it like. It doesn't look, but if you were actually on field level, like how fast everybody's moving and how mm -hmm. hard people are hitting, it's mm -hmm. crazy, man. And uh, I mean, how many hits in a game do you take that you're just like, you really feel it? Like, dang, this one. I feel every single one. Every single one. And you guys, get up and you're like. All these guys are at least 50 pounds heavier than me. Wow. Like they're all huge. Yeah. Like they're huge human beings. Yeah. Right. And so I'm pretty much feeling every single one, whether it's just like a soft hit and he's driving me to the ground or yep. if I'm getting really like pile drived or like hit by three dudes, like. And I have the ball in my hands, right? So I'm running for my life yeah. out there. You know, do you ever get running for my life? Do you ever get mad if one one guy pulls you down? Yeah, absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's like it's disrespect. Unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Like, wow. Yeah, we have a we have a little like little fine list in our in our running back room where it's like <laughs> if, if, if you have a one on one and don't make a miss, then it's a hundred bucks. What? Yeah, you hundred buck credit. Dang, yeah. Wow. You better be two or more to bring you if down. It's the, if it's in the twenty five and closer, then it's doubled. So wait, can you? Nice. What do you mean, bring you down? Like, okay. So like. I'm trying to tackle you, right? Yeah. And if, if I tackle you one on one, that's not a good thing. Like you should be able to make me miss at the level that we're at. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, but if there's two guys, then okay, now it's got it. a little harder. <laughs> got got it. It. Yeah, one but, guy's going up low. One so guy, or he's down one low. guy should yeah. never bring you down. <laughs> oh, yeah. ever. Wow. Yeah, if it's expectation. Are, then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I how, like how you make your money. 
I feel like I've seen it all the time. Like guys just one-on-one bringing. Yeah, no, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Like defenders, are, they're good too. They get okay. paid too. Yeah. But as far as if you're trying to like continue, like. Ha- you have you ever jumped over anyone while they're trying to tackle you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Speaking about professional athletes, yeah. Graham Stephan's going to step into the ring very shortly in yep. less than two weeks. Yeah, it is. Whoa. Next Saturday. Oh, man. Yeah. Getting nervous. Are you really? Uh, yeah, no, it's affect. Like, it's really okay. affecting me now. It's really it, affecting it, you. It actually oh, is. Shoot. Yeah. How, no. how long have you been boxing? I uh, started training in January. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Amount of time. But my opponent is Michael Reeves. Started training late January, so I've got a month on him. Uh, but I think he's training more. So like, I got an extra month, but he's more frequency. So we're we're, the, we're I would say almost the same. I just don't know like where he's at or how much he's training right now. But uh, I'd say it's pretty evenly matched, but I am, yeah, my stress level. Oh, yeah. So have you been sparring and everything? Um, I've been sparring the coach, yeah. so my trainer, but not somebody I don't know. Okay. And that comes up this week. Oh. So I'm going to be sparring someone I do not know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. if he gets hit in the head hard, yeah, somebody that gets hit uh, for a living, like, what advice do you have to him if he, you know, like, how to keep his composure yeah. if he gets hit with one, man? Should, have you been doing neck, <clears throat> neck exercises? No. What are uh, we talking about for neck? I, don't, I mean, you always have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, for boxing, they used to put straight, you over the ring. Dude, I used to love the neck exercise machine real, in wait, football. That's a real thing? Dude, yeah. I don't know about that. No, dude, we used to have that's one so at the Mountain Ring. Are you sure your coach wasn't just messing with you? <laughs> Five eight. Wait a minute. Can we go back to what was that? No, 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 dude. <laughs> dude, we used my to, coach used to hang my neck over. It's <laughs> like it's a special machine. Wait a minute. Yeah. Where they put you in a headlock this and they do this. Yes. I'm concerned. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to pull it up here, okay? Uh, this is ridiculous. No, I, I was just kind of joking sounds about the like, neck exercise. <laughs> I'm going to pull it up. It sounds like you're messing with you, man. <laughs> no, this is real life. Like I have done it. <laughs> oh, uh, were you really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know that was like, good. oh, no, I was kidding, too. <laughs> uh, uh, no, are you in, like, full headgear and everything? For that, but uh, apparently headgear makes it worse because really? it, it's a bigger target okay. to hit. So they actually say it's better not to have the headgear. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Have you been boxing like before this? Like what? Like never. sparked this up? Uh, You've been... never seen this? Oh thing? God, Alex, you're gonna have to play no. this video. I'm gonna send this to you as well. Yeah, text that to me. Okay. I am not doing that. That's <laughs> so bad, dude. That's you know like who this some, is? You ever been doing that? Stop, <laughs> dude. Are you even training for your fight? <laughs> what in the world? Is that? <laughs> are you training for your fight, man? This no. is like a must. Oh, and then you do them on the side. Yeah. Like, no, never isn't that, that training to lose or no? No, this is training <laughs> to win. Oh my god, dude, he's got a 25 pound plate on that baby. Oh my that might gosh. be a 35. Yeah, and the guy's oh, holding it on. down, too. Come on, <laughs> not doing that for boxing is like Austin, no, not doing squats man. for so, football. Yeah. Man, I'm curious about this though. Yeah. Have you, uh, like, do you know your opponent? Like, you know, this I person? Do. Yeah, oh, I know. okay, yeah. So, like, is a friend? Is this friend, like a, a different total friend? Content no, it's for cha- it was for charity, and okay. it was just something to put myself out of my comfort zone because yeah. I never say yes to it, and I thought. I'm never gonna have this experience again, and if I live once, That's great. I'm gonna look back and regret not having done it. I'd, I'd always wonder, like, what mm-hmm. if I said yes to this? How mm-hmm. would my life be different? So, I'm just, I'm nervous. No, about, awesome. I, I'm just nervous about getting like hurt. Yeah, I'm not so nervous. Like, obviously, getting in, on a stage and having like people watch you is is scary. But my thing is just like like injury. Yeah, like, that scares me more than anything. Yeah, and, I mean, you might get hurt, but the good thing about the body is it recovers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just don't get punched I, too hard. Yeah. Protect well, it's yourself. more like a head injury. Protect yourself. Like that, for sure. That's what I'm more worried about is yeah. like if that even affects my work like 1% in the future, that's not worth it. Now, are you incentivized yeah. to win financially? Like no. If you do, no, you're not. No, okay. no, no. There's no incentive other than bragging rights. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Have you thought about like what you would do if you won or if you lost? Like, would that affect you in any way? If I won, I would never do it again. If I lost, I would never do it again. <laughs> okay. uh, so either way, I mean, this is a, a one and done. Well, shot, you never know. But you, you might like. I'm not saying you will, I, yeah. but if you do, you might want to just do it again just to just to prove. You know, no, 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 I've noticed. No, I, I actually really enjoy boxing and I'll keep up the training, but not in a, in not in a way to like fight somebody else. I mm -hmm. just, I think it's great exercise and I really like it. It is. Um, the, yeah. the issue you have is you're worried about getting injured. Yes. And I'm sure Austin will tell you firsthand, never worry about getting injured in a, in a sport, you know, because you, he can't be out there running the ball and be like, yes. oh, you know, I might get injured. You just got to go for it, man. When you're in the moment, you don't even think about it. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure like when you're sparring, you're like, oh, I hope I don't get hit. Yeah, yeah. When I'm sparring, I think that way. But maybe, oh, really? Yeah. Sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is yeah. not yeah. good, man. Yeah, but but, but, but when good. I'm sparring, it's all like if I put my hands down, I get hit in the face. Yeah. And he's the, the trainer's very... Uh, Agile, like every time I hit, box oh, to the face. Yeah. So it's like training to keep my hands up. So okay. I'm always thinking like there's gonna be a, a punch coming. Maybe that was the wrong verbiage, but it's yeah. more so like know how to defend yourself. I yeah. guess this is the biggest thing, right? Right. Yeah. What, what's your strength? You're like right hook. Like you gotta mean. I'm still figuring it out. He hasn't punched out. yet. Oh, <laughs> He's only worried yeah. about defense. We're working on, we're working on the stance <laughs> right now. Okay, the stance. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Confusing them with finance yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the week okay. before the fight, that's when they're going to try a jab. Yeah, but you know what they were asking me? I had to give a, uh, they want like a song, like you're supposed to go in with. Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh, yeah. I was like, gosh, what song? Uh, and so I just thought, what would be the, the funny thing to do? The Shark Tank music. <laughs> oh, that is smart. So I told them the Shark Tank music right when I walked. Up. I'm gonna go with that. That's no, seriously. I told them that I, today. Awesome. I couldn't find them. Like Shark Tank. That's cool. Awesome. Well, if you want to win, you can't be. You can't. You can't worry about getting hurt. That's my opinion. You got to just go for it. You got to go for the knockout. No, I know. I'm, the faster no. you knock him out, the the faster you don't have to worry about getting hurt. That's the thing. I feel bad because I like I like him and I don't want to hurt him. No, I mean, you're boxing. You got to destroy that man. Yeah, you got to get him, bro. <laughs> you ruin his life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ruin that man's life. Ruin that man's no. life. You ever it's, seen it's Rocky Four? Yes, yeah. it's either yeah. you or him. Smash his head like you smashed the like button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now it's stressing me out again. Oh my I'm gosh, great! No, I'm getting too anxious about this. That's pretty violent. Yeah. Is this public? Like we can buy. Yeah, you could buy tickets. What do we buy tickets? <laughs> Ticketmaster. It's here? No, it's in Tampa. <sighs> Ticketmaster. Yeah, you could buy tickets on Tampa. And then, or you could stream it online. But, we're going to stream uh, it online. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to cheer for Andre, you. Andre, you should go to, go to Tampa. I'd like to. Yeah? It's just like, I can't travel. Why? It's like, you know, the schedule is so hard. I know, well, you but... you managed to see Logan Paul, but you can't... Yeah. Ooh! That's because I had a plan to do content. There. Weren't you going so to, like, the Bitcoin conference or yeah, something like that? That's so cool. I had content. Oh, you had content. Yeah. I, guess I didn't actually go content. for Logan Paul at <laughs> the Bitcoin conference, yeah. Oh. Do they have one of those every week in Florida? Yeah, they do. do they? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. It's just, it's at coffee shops and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> every, every weekend is a Bitcoin yeah. conference there. <laughs> just some rich guys yeah. that own a bunch of Bitcoin down in yeah. Miami. Hey. The, yacht, the yacht parties. Yeah. Bitcoin? Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Good talk. You a Bitcoin bro or what are you even doing? Like, that's all the conversations are. Just You got them? Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> How many you got? Bitcoin millionaire? 21 of them or what? Millionth there. Oh, millionth there. That's what that's it right. is. Not millionaire. Okay. Yeah. So... Anyways, Sweet. we're going to root Good you luck, on man. for your fight. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's get it, man. Thanks. Let's go. Yeah, and Austin, thank you for joining us. This has been phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate I it. I hope everybody goes and follows Austin on Instagram. That's probably where you're most active, social media, right? Absolutely. Instagram? Yeah. Absolutely. So make sure you follow this man on, on social media, Instagram. Make sure you put him on your fantasy team, oh, or yeah. you'll always regret it. And uh, other than that.
this was a bit of fun fun episode. Let, let us know yeah. if you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys as always in the comment section. Don't forget to smash. It's all very important. Very important. So we <laughs> do appreciate you. One lucky winner will get his bathwater. Oh, oh let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could sell the the towel afterwards at least for the after oh, the, the boxing match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just I think the bathwater should be on display. What, here. what about your boxing gloves? Isn't that kind of cooler? That is really cool. Actually. I probably I probably keep that. Mm. Yeah, it's a silver. Yeah, if I if I lose, I'll probably sell, <laughs> sell it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sell I want. I don't want to remember it. I don't want to sell remember. it. If I win, I'm keeping them. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> so anyway, sweet, cool. Yeah, thank you guys. Wrap it up, Graham. Thanks. Wrap it up. Make sure to subscribe. And subscribe and subscribe again. <laughs> Comment down below for the YouTube algorithm. Make sure to hit the notification bell. We go, uh, well, I guess we're posting, we got a schedule now. Yep. Every Wednesday at 1 p.m., we're posting an episode. So if you want to be a part of it, notification bell. Thank you so much for watching, and until next time. Peace.